What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And today we will be going over Week 11 predictions for the NFL season. Houston's uh, gladly back here to uh, do the predictions with me. Happy to have him back. Uh, but yeah, let's jump right into uh, the predictions here. We have New England at Atlanta, rematch of Super Bowl 51, uh, Thursday Night Football. Co- two completely new teams uh, that are stacked together. Two, uh, yeah, new coach with Atlanta. Not uh, as I think Matt Ryan may be the only person left on the offense that's uh, still playing for them. Uh, maybe besides Alex Mack, and then you have. Uh, and then you have uh, what New England and no Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, uh, you know, still there. So just two new squads going at it from Super Bowl Fifty One. But Houston, who do you have uh, winning this uh, game here Thursday Night Football? I know home teams have a pretty good track record of winning Thursday Night Football um, for various reasons, but I got to go with the Patriots. I think they're two two on a roll. Um, I think their defense is playing at too much of an elite level. I think their offense is finally starting to kind of find its groove uh, in their identity of being a power a power running team, uh, and, and then being able to um, hit some play actions um, and, and play with the, you know allowing Jones to actually you know be a quarterback for, for now uh, finally to allow him to actually you know kind of push the ball down the field. So I've got the Patriots in this one, probably honestly like twenty four to. Probably like thirteen, something like that. I think they handle this game pretty easily. Yeah, I think um, I like New England this one just because of the defense. It's 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 just been really good this year. Uh, they played very well, uh, and Mac Jones had just balled out too. I just Atlanta's defense has been better this year, but it hasn't been. It still has its uh, question marks, and I think Matt Jones is going to exploit those. You know, Josh McDaniels is going to get a game plan going to exploit those. And, you know, yeah, like you said, Patriots have just been on the road lately, uh, and it's been hard to beat them. They're still 4-0 on the road, and uh, they just, I don't know, they've just been a really good football team this year. And Atlanta, uh, their offense scares me. It's been up and down. Cordell Patterson's uh, injured. He's questionable to play Thursday night. Uh, and that, that's somebody that's their huge weapon this year, especially with Calvin Ridley out. They've had injuries. They've had you know people sit out for uh, personal issues. And Matt Ryan's been hit a lot. Uh, let me see. There's when we go look at their sack num- sack numbers real quick. Like how many times he's been sacked. He's I don't think he's up there, but it feels like he gets pressured a whole lot. Uh, but he gets the ball out quickly, and that's something that the Falcons have struggled with the last three or four years. Um, just protecting Matt Ryan, and I think we're going to see a really good, uh, just a, a really good defensive performance by New England, and I think we're going to see why they're a playoff team this year in this game. But yeah, I got New England too. So yeah, we'll move on here to Sunday. The Sunday games we have the Colts and Bills. Uh, Houston, it's your team. I'll let you start off first with this one. Yeah, I mean. I really think it'll be a close game. Um, you know, I, I do think my Colts are on the borderline playoff team. You know, now with uh, the record and, and the way the season's starting and everything, it's going to be hard to fight back into it. But they're sitting there 5-5. Five and five. This is a must-win game. They're desperate. They can't afford to lose too many more games. 
And to me, I think every game moving forward for the Colts is a must-win. Like any any loss for them uh, significantly hurts their chances because you got some really good teams. But uh, I've got the Bills. Uh, I just think the Bills are kind of, um, you know, this this is the best team in the AFC. Uh, they they play great defense. Their offense when their offense is hitting, offense is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, if you're able to sh- slow them down and and and, and play them well. In the passing game and force them to run, uh, they they don't they can't they they're not good at it and you know we'll see if the Colts are able to do that. The Colts' strength is the run game. The weakness is the is the passing game. So we'll see if the Colts are able to actually step up in in, uh, in the secondary this week. But I've got the I've got the Bills winning honestly like um, twenty seven to twenty three something like that. Yeah, I think uh, one thing is uh, so you have the Colts winning, the Bills, the Bills winning. All right, um, I got the Colts winning. I think the Colts just been playing really good football here lately. I know you know they had a close game against Jacksonville. I think sometimes you need those close games uh, to pull it out. They blew out the Jets on Thursday night football, uh, but should have beat the Titans. And then you know obviously had a dominant win over San Francisco, beat Houston. I know it's not the most flashy teams that they beat, but going to Buffalo on the road, I think it's a huge matchup and a huge opportunity, and I think the Colts are going to take advantage of it. Uh, the Bills, I have not been impressed with. I've been very disappointed in how they played over the last month, and I think the Colts are going to drop a game plan. I think Matt Abrafus is going to drop a game plan good enough to allow this offense to maybe, if they do stall out early against this Buffalo defense, to be able to do something to make plays uh, in the second half to go out and win the game or give them a chance. This game, like you said, I think this game's going to be close. It's going to come down to the wire. I think the main question is which offense is going to have that big play in the second half that's going to determine the game. And I think that, and I think the Colts are going to get it. I think the Colts are going to, just put, be very sound in this game, not give up any big plays for Josh Allen, make him, you know, go down the field and work down the field. Um, uh-huh. And I think the Colts are going to have that one or two big plays in the second half that I think it's going to turn the tide of the game and end up pulling it out for them. But, you know, th- this game's a coin flip in my opinion. I think both of these teams are playoff teams or playoff caliber teams. And I think they match up well with each other. We've seen that in the playoff game last year. Um and it it should be just a really fun game to watch, in general. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, we'll move on here to Baltimore at Chicago, and Houston. Who do you have? Baltimore at Chicago. I would love to pick Chicago, but I got to pick Baltimore. I, I think losing uh, to Miami, having that ten day uh, stretch to really sit there and game plan and get better and, and fix some of their issues, I think is really beneficial and important. And uh, I know the Bears are coming off a of bye week, and I think Justin Fields is coming off his best performance of the season. I think mm-hmm. it will be kind of a slugfest. You know, I think there's going to be some opportunities for the Bears offense to make some plays and that's against that secondary of the Ravens. But ultimately, I think Lamar, I mean, he's playing at such an MVP level this year. Um, I, would, I would say the Ravens win this one 24 uh, the 17, 24 to 20, something like that. I think the one thing for me, I pick, I'm pick, i picking Baltimore, but the one thing for me that's giving me a hiccup 
is the protection uh, for Baltimore. We know the protection for Chicago has been bad here of late, but they are sixth worst in the NFL of allowed sacks, and their protection has just been bad this year. We've seen that pop up in the Miami game Thursday night where Miami was able to get pressures via blitz or you know just get pressure just with their front four. And Chicago, you know, especially with Khalil Max healthy, right, are going to, is going to get pressure on uh, Lamar Jackson. So it's just all about containing him. They have a very fast linebacker, and Dane Trevathan have another very good one in Alec Ovaltree. This uh, this Bears defense, I think, is going to be a key difference maker in how they play. I think the, I think if they can keep it a low scoring game, they can keep it fourteen. 17 around that type of score, score they're going to give their offense a chance to win. But I think if Baltimore crosses that 20-point mark, I think the Bears lose this game. But I, th- I do have Baltimore. I think it's going to be like a 23-17 type of game. Um, and I, But it's going to be – for me, it's going to be a fun game. I like defensive matchups. But I know for some people it's going to be a slugfest. Uh, and I, that's what I expect for this game. Uh, two really good defenses going at it. But – I guess, we, yeah, we both put Baltimore on that one, right? Yep. yep. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll move on very quickly through these next two. It's uh, Detroit at Cleveland. Uh, I picked Cleveland in this one just for the simple fact that it's it's a Detroit. And if they couldn't win last week, I don't really see them winning this year. Um, and I think the Browns come off a huge loss. They're going to be playing angry. And when Baker Mayfield plays angry, he plays very good. So... Yeah, I get the Browns in this one. I just think the Browns just match up very well with uh, Detroit right now. Yeah, the Bra- I got the Browns winning this game. I, I think the Browns, you know, when, when you're kind of reeling as a team, I think you need those games um, to kind of put you back on track um, to play a bad team. And, you know, there's an opportunity. You know, I'm not saying, look, every team has a capability of winning. We saw – you know, the Lions, you know, almost beat the Steelers. So, you look, I don't think – we don't think the Steelers are great, but we saw the Lions compete and play tough. And they've done that all year. They did it to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done that to several teams. But I just think this is a game where the, the Browns need to, like, really, like, have an explosive offensive day. They need to be able to run the football, get back to what they're good at. Baker needs to find his rhythm again. Uh, that they really need this kind of game uh, moving forward if they want a chance to make the playoffs. Because there's a lot of other teams that are going to be fighting for that. You got the Bengals, you got the Colts, the Raiders, the the Chiefs, the the Chargers. Like all those teams are going to be in that mix, and all those teams, um, the you know the Chargers and the Chiefs especially have wins over you. And so the Bengals, you know, if they split with you, you know, then you then you basically tie at that point. So. We, they got to win this game. They they need this. They need kind of a get back game. And and I think I think the Browns win thirty four to ten. I, I think they have a dominant game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll move on here to Green Bay at Minnesota. I got Minnesota with the upset in this game. I I've, I just uh, I think if they can get the ground game going and they can uh, and they're able to pound the rock, get it going. Uh, I think they'll be fine in this game. Their pass rush is one of the best best in the league this year. Uh, they've had a resurgence, which is very cool to see with Minnesota, uh, such as how good they were, and then they just dropped off all of a sudden, and then they're back up there. 
Uh, I'm still concerned about their secondary. Uh, so that's still a big question mark for them uh, with the young pieces on that team. Uh, Patrick Pearson, I think, has had a really good year this year with them. But, you know, I just think they're going to be able to control the game. If they're able to win this time of possession by more than five minutes, I think they're going to win this game. And, you know, the last year, last year's game between Green Bay and Minnesota – I think I think it I think in Minnesota was they just like every possession was like seven eight minutes for both teams. And I think there was and then the second half, uh, Green Bay had a punt and then Minnesota just uh, went down and scored again. Kind of took the lead and then kind of the game was almost wrapped up at that point because the possessions were so long. If Minnesota can do that type of game again and kind of just control the pace of the game, which I think they're very capable of doing. And I think they've done for majority of the year. Um, I think they're going to be able to pull it out. Minnesota's a good team. They've been in so many close games this year uh, that I think it's going to benefit them if they do make a playoff game because they know how to play in these close games. And, you know, Tampa Bay, if you look at them, they haven't been in too many close games this year, and they kind of struggle a little bit in close games. They don't seem like they put their best foot forward when their game is uh, – you know, when the game is, like, very close, uh, we've seen it with Tampa, we see, or we see, we've seen it with New Eng- the New England game, we saw, we saw it with uh, New Orleans, and then we saw it with uh, uh, last week against Washington, but Minnesota has just been a very, they've been a, they've been a clingy team almost, where, like, they're just staying there, they're staying in the hunt, and if they can get off a big win like this against Green Bay, I think they're in prime position to be that sixth seed in the uh, NFC right now. So, uh, who do you have, Houston? You know, I'm tempted to pick the Vikings. I think, you know, I texted you all my picks last night because for some reason I thought you did the predictions podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot to send these. But anyways, you know, I I think I put the Vikings. But the more I think about it, the more, like, the Packers are a really good football team. Their defense is playing at such a high level. Uh, you know, offensively, you know, they can run the football. Aaron Rodgers, you know, when he's clicking and, you know, when he's playing like he can, like, I mean, they're so dangerous and there's like, you know, they're they're one of the top three teams in the NFL, in my opinion. But I think I got the Vikings, too. I think this is, you know, the Vikings play them well. They play them tough. You know, it's going to be in Minnesota. That helps them out a lot. And uh, I just really think. You know, when you look at the Vikings and what they need, again, they're another team that needs every game is important moving forward. Obviously, every game in the NFL is important, but like for them, everything everything is critical. But one slip up here can, I mean, the next week you can get on a three game losing streak real easy in the NFL. Uh, plenty of teams do it. You know, good teams do it. Sometimes you just get into a rut. And I think the Vikings have been playing some good football. You know, um, beat the Chargers last week, and so. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They beat the Chargers yeah. last week. So, you know, they're, they're playing some good football. They have that quality in them to uh, offensively to explode, to, to be dangerous. And, and I think this is a game the Vikings um, need to win. I think they're going to win probably 24 to 21. So it's going to be a close game to me. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so, too. It's going to be a fun game to watch. So we'll move on here to Miami at the Jets. We'll keep this one a little bit short and sweet. But I got Miami in this one. Uh, I just I don't know. I just I just think they match up well. And Miami, I talked about this a little bit on the recap. 
Miami could go on a run here, which is very weird to think about with how they started out this season. But they could go on another weird run. Uh, yeah, the Jets, yeah, the Panthers, Giants, and Jets again. Four very winnable games to try to get back to 500. And then you right. have the Saints, who don't have a quarterback at the moment. Tennessee is always beatable on any, any, any Sunday. We've seen that with the Jets earlier in the year. And then New England. They can easily rattle off nine consecutive wins. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen, but it's you know it's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, and I think th- this is one of the games that's going to be telling if they're if they're capable of doing it. Uh, and if they can get out just a dominant win here against New York with their quarterback struggles, I think it's going to be very good for them, especially in New York. Uh, but I just think Miami's just a little bit better coach or. I don't know why I say better coach team, but they're, I think they're just a little bit of a better team. Uh, their defense is a little bit better. Their offense may be a little bit better than the Jets. And uh, I feel more comfortable picking Miami over the Jets now with Jets. The, picking the Jets over Miami in this one. So I got Miami winning it. Yeah, no. Um, I got Miami as well, and I agree with you. I think they're, the, they're a team, like you look at their schedule, and they don't really get any hard games until the last two games of the season. Like they could enter week 17 – uh, at eight and seven, and really be a viable option to get into the playoffs if if they start to click. And I think they have a good enough team. I think again, there's been some weird, you know, the, the way the schedule was this season. There's been a lot of teams that we thought were going to be playoff teams that have kind of fluttered and, and faltered at times and not played the best football. But I think like you look at some of these teams like uh, schedules moving forward. And there's a lot of opportunity to be had. Like, the Giants are another team I think could rattle off a bunch of wins um, because, you know, they, they've lost a lot of close games that they shouldn't have lost. And, you know, and that, there's a lot of teams. And so you look at, like, there's a lot of good teams that just haven't, like, finished, that haven't, like, got over that hump of, of getting those Ws on the board. And I, and I think the Dolphins are definitely a team to watch out for i mean you know like you said right before they get into the the last two games where they put the titans and the patriots i mean they could be sitting at eight and seven and rattle off some win uh you know five straight wins and it's not out of the realm of possibility because the teams they play they're they're in my opinion they're better than all of them especially at this point so um but yeah right now i've got the i've got the dolphins winning i've got the dolphins moving to four and seven and i, I got them winning this game pretty dominantly on the defensive side of the football mm-hmm so I right, I right, so yeah we get I right, so it's New Orleans at Philadelphia Houston who do you we have talk about in this the game? Texans and Titans. What? We talk about the Texans and Titans. Yeah, we both have Tennessee. We just skimmed over it. I don't think it's very. Did we talk about? I, I had Tennessee. Oh, I well, had Tennessee winning. We I may have actually skipped it. it yeah, let's let's do it real quick. Uh, the Texans and Titans. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got the Titans, and I, I, I might not say too the, much. Of it, it's the it's the Texans and Titans. Yeah, we don't need to spend much time. I mean, we kind of skipped over it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but just the, for clarity, we get the Titans. I got the Titans winning. Yeah, I got the Titans too. I don't think there really needs to be too much of a deep dive. So yeah, all right. Either. So yeah, we'll move on here to Nolens at Philadelphia and uh, Houston. Who do you have for this one? I was actually kind of split, but. I think the the Saints, again, I think the Saints are a better football team uh, overall than the Eagles. You know, I think the Eagles are kind of dangerous. I think the Eagles are one of those teams that, like, if you're trying to fight for a playoff spot, you don't want to play them because they really have the opportunity to beat you, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
you know, and I know it's in Philadelphia, which is a hard place to play. But I've got the Saints. I think the Saints coming off a loss last week um, to the Titans. Um, you know, again, they probably felt they should have won. It was a close game. I, I think, you know, competing with a team like the Titans the way they did, even with Simeon at quarterback, uh, I got to go with the Saints here. I, I got the Saints, you know, defensively, I got them dominating. And I think offensively, they'll have just enough um, to win the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I got, uh, I got New Orleans winning, too. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be a close game. I think the difference in this game is I think New Orleans is going to make them one-dimensional. New Orleans' run defense has been phenomenal this year, and it's been phenomenal for the past four or five years. Uh, it's been one of the best. It's, it's been one of the best in the league. It's the best in the league this year. Um, but I just like I, if they can make them one-dimensional, which I think they will. It just gives more credence to. New Orleans and their offense and the capabilities that they're that they can have on it, and I think this is one of the games where it helps to not have a number one guy on the field, you know, for you. Uh, you know, doing barring in, like you know their injuries have been piled up this year for them. You know, they've haven't had a consistent guy out there that's going to be the number one guy, and that scares me going down the stretch for them, especially with. Uh, Someone like Trevor Simeon, that quarterback, but I think it's one of the games that maybe it benefits them a little bit. Uh, and I think their defense, nobody really talks about the Saints defense. It's always about the Saints offense and Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. This Saints defense is legit, and they put their best foot forward every single week, and they don't get talked about a lot. And I think they're going to be a difference maker in this game. I think it's going to be like a 2017 type of game. It's going to be very defensive heavy. Uh, but I think the Saints are going to be able to pull it out because I think Trevor Simeon, he, he picks it up in the second half. He plays a very good second half uh, football game. Um, and if he can get to a little bit better of a start to these games, I think the Saints are going to be able to win it. But even if he doesn't, I think their defense is going to do enough in that first half to allow him to overcome that and uh, pull out a victory. So I got New Orleans winning it in this one. But we'll move on here to... Washington at Carolina. We got the Ron Riviera game versus Cam Newton game. Uh, uh-huh. Houston, who do you who do you have in this one? I got the Panthers. Um, I, I think the Panthers' defense is so elite, and I think you know when you give them a chance to be elite and you and you play well on offense to where they're not having to scramble the entire game and and, and try to feel like they have to make all these big plays. Um, they're scary. I mean. You know, with especially Stephon Gilmore is really finding his groove within this defense. Um, they just got a bunch of playmakers. I've got a bunch of guys that just uh, that are young that are going to be pro bowlers, in my opinion, in the, in the next couple uh, years. And I, I think this defense is going to carry them. I think Cam Newton starting this week is going to be huge for them. I think he's got his little bit of his mojo back. You know, sometimes the player you you, you kind of just go through again. Teams go through rut. Players go through ruts. I think sometimes you got to humble yourself. You go to the Patriots, you know, you play well, you know, Bill Belichick takes a chance on you. So, like, you know when Belichick takes a chance, like, you still got something, some kind of ability left to play, right? Like, Belichick's not just an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so him sitting at home, you know, I, and I, I think you look at Cam Newton and, and he's he's going to come in and be better than anything they've got. You know, is, is he the most accurate no, is he gonna freaking dice you up and for forty pass attempts? No, but you need him to throw a couple deep shots. You need him to get on out on the perimeter. You need to uh, mix up your running game. 
he can do all those things. And I, and I just really am excited to see what they're able to do with Newton there at quarterback. I mean, it's going to be kind of a blast from the past. And uh, the Panthers are, to me, like have become a lot more legit of a playoff team uh, with Cam. Again, we talk about like certain guys having presence on the field. Newton is that kind of guy that has that presence. And, you know, uh, and, it, and it does mean something. It does have an effect on the game of football. So I got the Panthers in this one. I got Washington in this one. Uh, I just think Washington's a little bit better defensively uh, than them. And I think Carolina's defense has played phenomenal this year. But I think Washington's defense, the way they've played the last couple of weeks, uh, I think they're starting to get into that groove of what they were last year. And Taylor Heineke, when he plays fearless, this offense plays better, as weird as that sounds. When he's risking the ball, they play a little bit better. They have a little bit more energy. We saw that last week against Tampa Bay, and I think he's going to keep it up this week. Washington's a good football team. They're a very well-coached football team, and I just think they had a bad start to the year, but I think they're getting into the groove a little bit. And, you know, I think uh, this is going to be a close game, I think. It's going to be a fun game. You know, like I said, you got Cam Newton and Ron Rivera. They got their – you got a matchup between them going on for the first time with how long they were together in Carolina. But – I think, and I always like to go with the coach over the player. That's always my philosophy. Uh, especially when the teams, I think, are evenly matched like this. I always go with the coach over the player. Uh, Bill Belichick, if you look at Tampa Bay versus New England, the coach almost won over the player, especially with the talent gap between the teams. So I think it just shows you how important you know coaches are and how, how they know their players. Uh, so I got Washington in this game, especially I don't know where Cam Newton's at physically. He threw four passes and people, and one went for a t- like a two yard touchdown. He threw he's like a five yard out route. That's not impressive to me. Well, I want to see you actually throw the football. So that that's my question mark. My question mark's always been his shoulder. How healthy is his shoulder? Uh, and I don't know the extent of that, but I do trust Taylor Heineke and Washington a little bit more. So I got Washington in this game. So we'll move on here. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll keep this one short and sweet the next game. We got the 49ers at Jacksonville. I got the 49ers in this one. Just, a, I think, a better coach team, a better team overall. Uh, they come off a big win against the Rams. Could this be a trap game? I think so. I think this could be easily a trap game. They come off a huge win and don't see Jacksonville in front of them. Jacksonville could easily get a win. But... I think San Francisco, they need these wins. They're, they started off bad this year, but I think if they can compile some wins in a row, they'll be fine. And uh, I got San Francisco in this one. But you had Carolina against uh, Washington, right? What did you say? You had Carolina against Washington. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got the 49ers as well. I won't spend too much time. But, yeah, they're a team I think could rattle off some wins and really get in the playoff picture. I think they're a lot better than their record shows. You know, when you play a team like the Rams and dominate the... I mean, granted, some teams have some teams' numbers. They they beat them, what, five times in a row now, the Rams. But I, I think the 49ers, you know, they get the 5-5. Five and five, And I don't think they look past anybody. I think they realize they're 4-5 and five and that every game matters. And that they can't afford to look past anybody. Because if they do, well, then playoff hopes continue to shrink and shrink and shrink. So... I got the 49ers winning this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll move on to uh, finally reached the 4 o'clock game. So it felt like a long 1 o'clock game slate there. But uh, we do have three, three uh, 4 o'clock games here. But we have Cincinnati 
at Las Vegas. Uh, I got Cincinnati in this one. Coming off a of bye week, the Raiders are coming off a massive loss. And it's, it feels like this time of the year where we see the Raiders start to choke and lose and lose footing in the playoff race. And I think we're going to see that again this year, especially with all the stuff going on off the field uh, with them. And I think Cincinnati just coming off the bye week, I think they're able to regroup. They have two straight losses. Um and I think they're going to be able to regroup. Be like, all right, we need to fix this. We need to fix that. And having a bye week this late in the year, I think it's very good for teams. And being able to like, especially a team with the record that Cincinnati has, and like being on being a French playoff team, you need you need that ability to reset late in the season. And I think they're going to be able to reset, come out strong in this game. Joe Burrow's going to have a good game. He's not going to turn the. I, I hope. I don't think he's going to turn the ball over. We don't know. I think. That's the one question mark that's been is him turning the ball over, throwing interceptions has really put them in holes. But I think if he can come out, play a safe game, play a good football game, and allow the Raiders to um, kind of put themselves in the hole, like we've seen them do over the last couple of weeks, uh, I think Cincinnati's going to be able to come out with a win here. So I got Cincinnati in this one. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I've got – um, I've got Cincinnati as well. Uh, I, I just think they're a better football team. I think coming off two two losses, going to their bye week, I think they're going to be prepared. I think they're going to look, um, you know, pretty good, firing on all cylinders. And I just like them as a better team, um, you know, right now than the Raiders. I think the Raiders are kind of reeling. I think everything going on, I think it's finally starting to catch up to them. And I think they're a good football team. I think they're going to be right into the mix at the end of the season. But um, I think this is one of those moments where they start to kind of have their downfall. Um, and so I've got the Bengals. Got the Bengals. Yeah, so yeah, we'll move on here to Dallas at Kansas City. Houston, who do you have in this uh, primetime matchup here? Yeah, maybe the game of the week in my opinion. I think we all think that. Well, it is game, but got- technically it's game of the week. You got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling it. Oh, that's true, that's true. But yeah, yeah I've got – easily I've got the uh, the Cowboys in this one. You know, uh, I, I still think, you know, the Chiefs kind of got their mojo back, right? Like, that that's not that's not a fun thing for the rest of the NFL when you see, especially the AFC, when you see the Chiefs play the way they played last week, right, on, uh, on Sunday Night Football. But, man, the, the Cowboys are for real. This is a legit football team. This is a, is a true Super Bowl caliber team. I mean, they got playmakers everywhere. Defensively, you know, look, I'm not saying they're great on defense, but they can make plays. They can get after the quarterback. You know, they, they can force fumbles, obviously get interceptions. I mean, they, they, they have that ability to just make plays, uh, you know, uh, whenever they're out on the field playing defense. And offensively, they can – I mean, like, you know, you got Zeke or Pollard, like pick your poison. You've got Lamb or Cooper. Now Gallup is back. you got Schultz or Jarwin. You know, you got Wilson, uh, Cedric Wilson coming off the bench. Number one, their slot guy that was uh, in for Gallup. Like, this team could score at, at will. Like, it's whatever they want to do. If Dak is playing on point, which he has been all season outside of one game, uh, coming back from injury, then, uh, like, they're so, like, this offense is scary good. Like, best offense in the league. <clears throat> they can score at any moment. They can have a long drive and sustain it. Like, they can do whatever they want on offense. And I think Kellen Moore's 
you know, been doing a great job as the OC. Uh, good to see, you know, old Boise State QP doing well. But, yeah, I've got the Chiefs in this one. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be like <clears throat> like 38 to 24. And I, I think the, the Cowboys really have a big day on offense. No, I got Dallas in this one. Uh, yeah, I just – I like Kansas City's defense is still a huge question mark for me. Uh, I think the Raiders more made mistakes in the Sunday night game than the Chiefs. I don't know, played good defense. But uh, the, I just like Dallas this year, man. Dallas just seems to be one of those teams. And, you know, the Chiefs had one good week. I want to see them continue that success this season. I'm, it's a different season. Uh, it's a different year. It's a different football team that they have. Uh and the Raiders tend to choke this time of the year, and I'm not surprised that they lost a game like that on primetime television. Now, Dallas, a better football team, as I'm primetime a lot, plays really good football in primetime. I think if they're able to keep their own with Tampa Bay, I think they're going to be able to beat Kansas City. And I think Dallas here... Uh, a little bit. I think Dallas uh, just has a. Uh, I don't know. Their offense is just very potent. I think it's just a. It's a offense that's very explosive. Has so much talent on it. They don't allow a lot of sacks. Uh, I think Dak is uh, one of the least sack quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, he's he has like a little background stuff going on in Houston. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's the third least sack quarterback in the NFL this year. Uh, and then you go to uh, Kansas City has the second least amount of sacks in the NFL. Dak's going to have time to throw. This offense is going to have time to click in the passing game. And that's something scary with how much talent they do have in this passing game. Uh, Kansas City, uh, is their, their defense is a huge question mark for me in this game. Uh, I think D- Dallas is going to be able to do what they want. The question is, can Dallas's defense... Uh, repeat the recipe of success that other teams have done this year and done last year to Kansas City. Because Dallas' defense, it has its issues. I'm not very fond of its passing defense. I'm not very fond of its secondary. Yes, Trevon Diggs had so many interception games in a row or so many interceptions in a period of time. But he's a, he gets burned a lot with his aggressive play. And that's something you don't need in this type of game. This is a game where he should not have an interception. He just should, should just play sound football. Yeah. And that and that's the thing that scares me because he's going to jump a route. Tariq Hill is going to go for a 90-yard touchdown, and it could be the difference in the game. But Oh, I mean, easily, for sure. I mean, they can do that to anybody, though. Yeah, but I think Dallas is just a little bit better of a football team. I think their offense is going to click. It's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a fun game. But I just think... Dallas right now a little bit better of a football team all, all all around, but we'll move on here to Arizona Seattle. We'll keep this one a little bit short and sweet in my opinion. I think it's going to be a good game, but I got Arizona, especially Kyle Murray. He's looking like he's going to be back here. Arizona's just a way better football team in my opinion than Seattle. Seattle, uh, we saw Russell Wilson kind of press a lot. He tried to get uh, three wins in one win. And it didn't work. He hasn't been in this type of position before during the middle of a season. Uh, 
and I think we're going to see him press a little bit more this this week, and I think he may turn the, turn the ball over just a little bit more. He may have like an interception or two again, and I think it's going to be enough for Arizona's offense to get back into a rhythm with Kyler Murray back in the back as the uh, signal caller. So I got Arizona win this game. Yeah, I've got Arizona as well. You know, regardless of if Murray's there or not, I just yeah, I agree. Better football team. You know, R- Russell Wilson looked really rusty. And say that five times fast. Russell Wilson looked really rusty. Um, but I, I just don't think he was himself. And I think it's going to take a week or two, uh, even more, to, to get back to his old self. This, this team is not good. And could they be a team that rattles off some wins because Russell Wilson gets back to his form like he always is? Absolutely. And that's what always makes them even like somewhat of a contender. But. Uh, I just don't think they're a good football team, and, and I think the Cardinals right now have um, something to prove, you know, losing two out of the last three games. So, Yeah, I think so, too. And uh, it's just, like, uh, I think uh, just getting back on the road, on a road, getting back to winning football is so important, especially when you've had a great start to the year. Because if you, get, if you start losing games in a row, then it, then it gets into a mental game. But also they didn't yeah. have – Kyle Murray was a little bit banged up. They played a really good Green Bay team. Uh, and, you know, he didn't play last week. So I don't think that's going to be an issue for them. But it could be if they do somehow lose this game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we'll move on here to Sunday Night Football. We have the Steelers at the Chargers. Who's who you this is like an old school, like 2009, like having some fun, like, you know, in freaking middle school. Like, oh, yeah, who you guys got? Roethlisberger versus Rivers. Yeah. Sean Marion coming off the edge. James James Harrison. James Harrison. You know, know, being a freaking menace. Like, this is one of those, like, kind of classic matchups we always had growing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who you have in the game? Yeah, I've got – I got the Chargers in this one. I, I, Chargers are a better football team. I, I think, you know, this is going to be a defensive struggle. Uh, do we know what's going on with T.J. Watt? Uh, let me check him out real quick, but, yeah, but, you can continue yeah, regardless talking. Of, regardless of if he's in or not, you know, I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Or I think it's going to be, you know, like a 20-17 to 17 kind of game. And I really think the Chargers are going to be able to pull this one off uh, and get to 6-4. and four. Uh, and and really push the Chiefs right now for that um, for that division lead because they whoever really wins that division uh, is gonna have a pretty you know nice you know a good chance of moving on to the uh, uh, to the second round of the playoffs and so you don't want to be sitting here as the Chargers with a young quarterback and a young team and a young coach not playing at home. In my opinion, I think you want to be playing at home and, and on the bye week or in the wild card round. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, th- I uh, like you have the Chargers one. Yep. All right, cool. I had the Chargers as well. Um, I think a lot of it has to do what they don't do well is stop the run, uh, and I think it hurt, it hurts them this year. It's going to hurt them this year and kill them this year. It's it's what happened to Buffalo last season. They couldn't stop the run. Um, and we kind we're kind of seeing that in these last couple of games here. Baltimore run heavy team, New England sort of a run heavy team. Uh, even against Cleveland before the Ravens game, they let up a lot of points because of the run game. Uh, Philadelphia a close game. Uh, Minnesota dominated them. 
they struggle they struggle stopping the run and it's just establishing the run game so huge in a football game. Being able to establish the run game, build off the play action, keeping the defense honest is so it's so important in the football game. But mm-hmm. for me, the Steelers, I think get a little bit too unbalanced. If they can if the Chargers get up early, I think the Steelers will get a little bit unbalanced. They tend to do that. Uh but also, their 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 rushing attacks have been it's, it hasn't been good not because of Najee Harris but because of the offensive line play. I don't think the offensive line play has been up to par, especially in the ground game. I don't think they've got a lot of push up the line of scrimmage, and I think that's gonna be kind of the difference in this game. I think the Chargers' run game and their run mishaps on defense is not going to cause them to lose this game. I think it'll be it may cause it to be a little bit closer. I don't think it's going to cause them to lose. And I got the Chargers. I think the offense is a little bit more explosive. They're, I think they've, what, like, they've lost, what now, three out of the last four. I think they'll mm-hmm. be able to have a bounce back one Sunday night football and get back on a road because they got Denver, Cincinnati, both games on the road next or the next two weeks. I think two winnable games, or at least if they have to lose a game, it would be against Cincinnati there. But... They got an easier schedule coming down the stretch after those games. You have the Giants, Chiefs at home. You have the Texans on the road, Broncos, and then Raiders again. They got an easy. They got an easier schedule after these next three games. The question is, can they get through this slate a little bit? So, uh, but I do have the Chargers win this one. A uh, little bit better of an offense right now. Big Ben just hasn't been playing good football uh, as well, and then also. Uh, if, even if he's not back, I don't trust Mason Rudolph to go down and score score for the Raiders or for the Steelers. But we'll move on to Monday Night Football. You have the Giants at Tampa Bay. Houston, I'll let you kick this one off. Yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time, but I've got Tampa Bay. Now, again, Giants are a team I think can rattle off some wins after this game. They've got a kind of a favorable schedule moving out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think the Buccaneers, you can't lose two two straight games and, you know, lose the game going to your bye week and then come off and lose to the freaking uh, Washington football team and and come in on Monday Night Football and lose to the Giants who have not who have been underwhelming this year. It's just not going to happen. And I, I think they get back on track. You know, I know A.B. and Gronk are probably still going to be out, and I, and I think the Giants probably give them a game for a half. But I think they pull away. I think they're able to hit some deep shots with Godwin and hit some, hit, you know, Hit some deep shots with uh, Evans and really open this game up in the second half and, and win probably like 38 to 20. So, uh, I think, yeah, I think this game's going to be close for a half. You know, the Giants are just, I think they're a good football team. I think Daniel Jones and this offense, they played them so good last year. They were up in the game going into the half. I think they were about like 14. Uh, but, you know, they faltered in the second half. And I think we're going to see, like you said, I think we're going to see a similar type of game where. Uh, I think the Giants are going to be playing them close. This is going to be a good football game through, you know, whether it be two, two and a half quarters, three quarters. And then I think the Buccaneers are going to separate themselves due to like an interception or a fumble or just anything that the Giants want to shoot themselves in the foot with this week. They can do that. Uh, and it's just, it's just been the theme of the season for the Giants. They, they should be a better football team. They should, be, have a, they should have a better record, but they don't. And, uh, and you know, that comes down to sometimes culture to a team. That comes down to the coaching, you know, some outside forces at times. But this team should have a better record. They've been in almost every game that they played this year. 
Uh, I think they're they're gonna play them tough, and I don't think that's a question. They're gonna not gonna they're gonna play them tough, but I got Tampa Bay winning this one. But I think it's gonna be a lot closer than what people think here. I don't think it's gonna be a huge blowout. I think maybe like a ten point, thirteen point win by Tampa. I don't think it's gonna be a massive win, but I think it's gonna be a a hard fought win for Tampa Bay here. But yeah, that should uh, wrap it up for the podcast. You got anything else, Houston? No, that's it. All right. So make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Spark Talk Two. Make sure to follow the Instagram at Spark Talk. Uh, make sure to follow Houston at Varsity Ginger Fifty Five on Spark Talk or on Instagram. Um, I guess we have our own app now. Uh, and then uh, follow me at underscore Sparky underscore Four on Instagram. Uh, yeah, and I'll let Houston uh, do the outro. I think I think it's about it. Make sure to like, share, and uh, comment too as well. Yeah, um, yeah, everything that Wyatt just said. But we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you guys have a great weekend, great weekend of football, and until next time, peace. See ya.